3: Oh, hi, hello, welcome. This is Let's Talk About Mitz, baby, and I am your host, Liv, here with a very quick bonus episode because, frankly, I just wanted you all to experience the full choral odes, or rather the first two choral odes, of Euripides' Helen. They're very, very good and beautiful and tell stories of their own. And, well, you'll see. The first choral ode of the Helen doesn't come until well over a thousand lines into the play. This is super unique and generally fascinating. It's just not following the conventions of typical tragedy and not saying something. When they do come in, they're finally singing their ode. They do it with a bang. Just wait and see. This translation is by E.P. Coleridge. I'm blurring the two choral odes together rather than telling you where one ends and the next begins because I just think it'll sound nicer that way. This is the bonus episode, the choral odes of Euripides' Helen are worth listening to. Let me call on you beneath leafy haunts, sitting in your place of song, you the most sweetly singing bird, tearful nightingale, oh come trilling through your tawny throat to aid me in my lament, as I sing the piteous woes of Helen and the tearful fate of Trojan women under the Achaean spear, when he sped over the surging plains with foreign oar, when he came, came bringing to Priam's race from Lacedaemon, you, Helen, his unhappy bride, Paris, fatally wedded under the guidance of Aphrodite." Many of the Achaeans have breathed out their last amid the spears and hurling stones and have gone to unhappy Hades. Their wives have cut off their hair in sorrow, and their homes are left without a bride. An Achaean man, who had only a single ship, lit a blazing beacon on sea girt euboea and destroyed many of them, casting them onto the rocks of Cafarius, and the sea shores of the Aegean by the treacherous flame he kindled. The mountains of Malia provided no harbor in the gusts of the storm when Menelaus sped far away from his country, bearing on his ships a prize of the barbarian expedition. No prize but strife with the Danaans, Hera's holy phantom. What is God or what is not God, and what is in between? What mortal says he has found it by searching the farthest limit, when he sees divine affairs leaping here and there again and back in contradictory and unexpected chances? You, Helen, are the daughter of Zeus, for a winged father begot you in Leda's womb, and then you were proclaimed throughout Hellas, Betrayer, faithless, lawless, godless. I do not know whatever certainty is among mortals, but the word of the gods I have found true. You are fools who try to win a reputation for virtue through war and marshaled lines of spears, senselessly putting an end to mortal troubles. For if a bloody quarrel is to decide it, strife will never leave off in the towns of men. But if they won as their lot bedchambers of Priam's earth, when they could have set right by discussion the strife over you, O Helen. And now they are below in Hades' keeping, and fire has darted onto the walls like the bolt of Zeus, and you are bringing woe on woe. Once with a swift foot the mountain mother of the gods rushed through the wooded glen, and the river's streams and the deep thundering sea wave, yearning for her lost daughter whose name may not be spoken. The loudly rattling castanets cried out a shrill sound when they, swift-footed as whirlwinds, followed the goddess on her chariot yoked to wild creatures, after the girl that was snatched away from the circling chorus of maidens. Here Artemis with her bow, and there the grim-eyed goddess in full armor with her spear. But Zeus, who sees clearly from his throne in heaven, brought to pass another destiny. When the mortal mother ceased from her wild, wandering toil, searching for the treacherous rape of her daughter, she crossed the snow-capped heights of the nymphs of Mount Ida, and in sorrow cast herself down in the rocky woods deep in snow, and, by not making fruitful with crops the barren fields of the earth for mortals, she destroyed the human race." She would not send forth the rich nourishment of leafy tendrils from the herds, and life was leaving the cities. No sacrifice was offered to the gods, and on the altars were no cakes to burn. She made the dew-fed springs of clear water cease flowing, the avenger in sorrow for her child. When she made an end to banquets for gods and the race of men, Zeus spoke out, appeasing the mother's gloomy wrath. "'Go, holy graces, go, and with a loud cry "'take from Demeter's angry heart her grief for the maiden, "'and you muses with song and dance.' "'Then Cyprus, fairest of the gods, first took up the rumbling voice of bronze "'and the drum with tight-stretched skin, "'and the goddess smiled and received in her hand "'the deep-toned flute, pleased with its loud note.' You made burnt offerings that were neither right nor holy in the chambers of the gods, and you have incurred the wrath of the great mother-child by not honouring her sacrifices. Oh, great is the power of dappled fawn-skin robes and green ivy that crowns a sacred thyrsus, the whirling beat of the tambourine circling in the air, hair streaming wildly for the revelry of Bromios, and the night-long festivals of the goddess— You gloried in your beauty alone. Am I right or am I right? Fuck, they're gorgeous. The first one, all about the Trojan War itself and everything that happened within, and then Demeter, just this full-blown story of Demeter searching for Persephone. Uh, could you imagine that being sung? Sung in ancient Greek by the chorus as they danced on stage. Uh, anyway, always here from war mythology, just tucked into place by my favorite playwright. I love you, Euripides. Let's Talk About Myths Baby is written and produced by me, Liv Albert. Michaela Smith is the Hermes to my Olympians and handles so many podcast-related things. God's just so many things. Too many to count. Stephanie Foley works to transcribe the podcast for YouTube captions and accessibility. The podcast is hosted and monetized by Acast. I am Liv, and I both love reading things like this aloud to share the exact or rather translated words with you. And generally love this shit.
1: These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
2: Bye.